Thanks for staying. Uh, We'll just read in Acts chapter 20. Acts 20. In verse 6, Acts 20, verse 6. And we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came unto them to Troas in five days. Uh, Now this is important, just where we abode seven days. So they basically stayed in this city for seven days to do the next thing. And upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. And there were many lights in the upper chamber where they were gathered together, and there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him, and embracing him said, Trouble not yourselves. For his life is in him. When he therefore was come up again and had broken bread, that's actually a meal, and, and, and eaten, and talked a long while, even till break of day, so he departed. And they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted. Now just turn over to 1 Corinthians 11. 1 Corinthians 11. And we'll just read from verse... Uh, 23 For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread when he had given thanks he brake it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped saying this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. I will just stop there. You know, as a, as a kid or as a child growing up, we all have our um, uh, role models, I guess, and uh, some of us are very academic-minded, some are maybe more sports-minded. I guess growing up, uh, some kids could even be business-minded at at an early age. And we all have things that we want to attain to. And uh, I mean, as a kind of a a little bit of an average athlete, I mean, I never thought I was going to make it to the Super Bowl, but, you know, I always wanted to be able to, you know, attain to that winning touchdown or whatever the case may be. And um, Maybe you have things in your mind where you're thinking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm studying hard and, you know, I really, this is uh, something I really want to attain to. I want to academically be able to get a scholarship or, you know, be the valedictorian or whatever in my class. So those are good things. Uh, business-wise, you'd say, you know, there, there's somebody that I know, my next-door neighbor, somebody in the meeting, friend, that, you know, the businessman, I just want to be like, you know, I want to attain to that position. I can remember sitting in the in the back here in the hall, uh, in in the uh, being a, a, a um, not a participant but a observer of the breaking of bread. 
And I can remember from the earliest of age that I wanted to attain to being up front someday to break bread. And um, to say that, I'm not, I'm not going to, to, to make it more than just that statement, but that's something I, as a, as a young person, a teenager, that I wanted to attain to someday. Now, were those men and were those women up in the circle just, uh, you know, or everyone my role model and I wanted to be exactly like Mr. And, and, and I wanted to be, not, not really, but I knew from the earliest of age that that's something that I wanted to participate in, that I wanted to be up, as it were, in the circle or you want to call it the front to break bread. Now, just to preface, just a few thoughts is that I would encourage uh, anybody uh, younger uh, that that is something that you should. Now, there'll be a lot of other things in life that you'll want to attain to. Try to keep that as close to number one as you can. That you want to break bread. Um, don't have to be in Middle Park, but you want to be able to break bread and to be in a circle of Christians uh, in this life. Something to attain to, something to look to, something to want. Now with that, I just thought this morning, uh, you know, the, uh, some of the brethren, uh, we've, we've, we're having ministry meetings and we want to try to pick pertinent subjects or subjects that we can, you know, that we might even know all about, but just to remind ourselves once again some of the details of, and some of the things that the Bible has for us about subjects. So today I just wanted to, speak on the, the breaking of bread, as we call it, or we, it's also called in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, the Lord's Supper. Now I have seven things on this, but they, they can go pretty quick, so we're not going to keep you over time. Um, actually, the breaking of bread is unique, and I'm going to use a big word, to this dispensation. It's, very, it's not in the Old Testament. People didn't break bread like we did this morning. It will not happen once this once the rapture occurs after that during the tribulation and you know what some people think you know that heaven is going to be a big breaking of bread meeting uh, we're not going to break bread in heaven because well, the Lord Jesus will be there so the bread and the wine will not be necessary in heaven so it is unique to this time period between the day of Pentecost and the rapture of the church we have and we believe from the, from the authority of the word of God, we have been commanded to break bread. So that's what we do during this time. So Moses did not break bread. Noah did not break bread. David did not break bread. Anybody you can think of, John the Baptist did not break bread. Uh, the Lord's, uh, when we read of Mary, Mary may have in the uh, Acts she did, but uh, the Lord's father had probably passed away, so earthly father so all these people that can come into your head that, that they didn't they didn't break bread so you have a position or I that is a, a privilege that we are able to break bread during this uh, day and age that we live so it is uh, a, a very unique to this dispensation now uh, the breaking of bread sometimes when you drive here or if you're driving with your parents or if you're just casually walking around you'll see different churches with the with the uh, little order of meetings like Midland Park has, it's appropriate. No matter what church would you want to kind of announce when your meetings are, when your services are, and many will have worship meeting. And you think, I wonder if their worship meeting is like our worship meeting. And you, you know, I have been asked questions by 
people of all ages, uh, what's your worship eating like? And I've, actually some of uh, the kids have asked, well, is our worship meeting like that worship meeting and so on and so forth? Well, generally, generally speaking, generally speaking, and we're not, uh, this is not critical, but a worship meeting in a, um, I think uh, Dirk and I worked down at the Bethlehem Lutheran Church the other day. And, you know, we just kind of, you look around once you're in a church and you kind of just get a little nosy and you, you, you look around a little bit and just uh, observe. But we were downstairs, I went upstairs, but whether it's Bethlehem Lutheran or whatever church is in this area, I'm just using that as a little bit of example, is that the worship meeting consists of a, uh, a group and um, one man, basically, and dress can differ, depends on what church you would go to. Some men are, are actually clothed just like, they have a suit on just like myself. Others have maybe a robe on, others, you know, wear different things, it could be. And that worship meeting is it consists of one man uh, basically opening up the Bible like I did here and speaking from it, possibly a, a choir or some type of, uh, uh, maybe some musical instruments that would accommodate, uh, would, would accompany this, this man's preaching. So he, sometimes he preaches for a little while and then maybe the choir would take a little part and maybe somebody would play a little something and then maybe he'd read again and maybe he'd give out a few hymns and then everybody would sing and, um, that's a worship meeting. And um, that's a lot of the way a lot of uh, ch- churches would conduct a service. If you go to the Bible now, and I'm going to just go over a few things about the way the worship meeting is, is uh, described to us in, in the Bible, it would be a little different. Now, uh, we're not going around to knocking on the doors of the church and say, you've got to change that, you can't do that. And uh, be, You know, that's the, the way that the congregation and the parishioners are happy with, and that's the way they've been doing it, and we're not the ones that are going to be telling them to change that. That's the way they have elected to do it. Now, you'd say, well, they're worshiping, do they break bread? Uh, do they do the bread and the, and the wine like we do here in Millen Park? Is there actually a, a piece, a, a loaf of bread and a cup that they pass around? Yes, yes, there is. So, you say, well, that's good, right? That's, yes, that's, that's a very positive thing in, 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 what, in, in, in respects, maybe not every respect. And you'd say, well, they do it every week, too, like we do. And you'd say, well, no, wait a minute, no, no, they don't. You say, well, how often do they do it? I, I've been asked that question. I'm sure you have been too. Is how often do churches uh, or people, other Christians, break bread? And it really can run a, a, the gambit, I guess, if you want to say it. Uh, is that uh, I'm talking about more, more of the uh, Protestant Christian church for versus a Catholic church. But m- most of the times, it's either once a month. Or it can be done quarterly, which is every three months. And some uh, have variations of that. Some would have uh, the summers off. It sounds funny, but it's just uh, some churches have, uh, you know, they, they don't do it in the summer because a lot of their parishioners have gone on vacation. But So that's the decisions that the deacons or the elders have made of those churches. So anyway, when you go to, generally speaking, it's either every month, every quarter, uh, there's other maybe every, every four months some do it when they want to which is a little different so and the reason for that is given is that well you know if we do it too much it's just going to become very average it's going to become 
repetitive and it's going to be boring and people aren't going to appreciate it so we don't want to do it too much because it'll just become common it'll be just be like uh, anything else in life too common we just we want to keep this as something that's you know uh, sacred different precious so we don't want to do it too much so you say well that's I guess that makes sense to people. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't. It, it may not make this sense to you. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But we're not gonna. We're not here to uh, to beat beat on individuals or organizations. But that's generally what what the world would think in different churches. So now, when you come to the breaking of bread, the worship meeting, there are different meetings in the assembly here, in the in any gospel type hall, or in particularly this group. There's. Uh, a number of meetings that, that can you can attend. There's some that you can't attend. There's a ministry meeting such as this that everybody is welcome to. There's also a prayer meeting that everyone is welcome to, whether it's uh, up here on Thursday night or downstairs. A prayer meeting is a prayer meeting. And everyone, each and every one, saved, unsaved, men, women, are all invited to a prayer meeting. There's nobody excluded. If you can show me in the Word of God that, then I would like to see that. Uh, so on Thursday night, we don't go out the back door. Oh, wait a minute now. You're not saved. You can't come in. Uh, wait a minute now. You, uh, uh, women, no, no, no. You can't come in the prayer meeting. Everybody comes into the prayer meeting. Upstairs or downstairs. There's no exceptions. So those, those two meetings, and, and I have done it in my own life, there's no difference. There is absolutely no difference in a Thursday night prayer meeting and a prayer meeting before the gospel meeting. Exactly to the period, the same. There's absolutely no difference. So if that's something that we might keep on, you're all invited to prayer meeting. So tonight we could fill the little room up there. Everyone's invited. There's no one excluded. There's also the gospel meeting everybody's invited to. There's nobody excluded. We'd never exclude anybody from a gospel meeting. Discipline meeting. Exclusions. Elders meeting, exclusions. Those are meetings in the Bible. Breaking a bread meeting is a meeting here in the in the uh, that we uh, do uh, that we have every week on Sunday on the Lord's Day in Midland Park. Now, I'm just going to go over a few things. These seven points. I don't want to lose my train of thought too much, but there's seven things connected with the uh, breaking a bread meeting here in Midland Park. Uh, I just have as the first one attendance. Attendance to a, a breaking of bread meeting is uh, personally important, and family. So we link the two. Not only if you have a family, if you're a parent or a grandparent or uh, whatever, or responsible, that it's it's very important that that you you come personally, that you bring your family, uh, that you are. It's it's not something. And I was talking to one of my sons the other day. He says uh, he was visiting a family and. Sometimes meetings become optional. There's actually a little family conference <laughs> before the meeting and say, hey, do you think we should go today? Uh, are you okay? Do you think we should go to a meeting? Or... I, I never had that in my house There, there was uh, as I grew up. And I don't think that we raised our family that way either. Is that The question was, let's kind of vote on this or let's decide whether we're going to meeting today. So I think attendance to a... Uh, to a, to a breaking of bread, to a worship meeting, is uh, very important. Now, related to work, now, those of us who 
I know that some get up earlier than I and commute more than I and have a lot more uh, fatigue during the week than I, but if you were to get up and you think, how many mornings the last month when you got up you say, man, do I want to I wanna go to work. I mean, I, I want to get in there and start to work versus saying, you know, if I could just grab another couple hours here, go down and have a cup of coffee and maybe just, you know, maybe I'll just just go do something relaxing to them. I don't want to... We all have those times, all right? But you allow too many of those days. Now, those of us that... I'm self-employed, so I can't actually get fired, I don't think. Uh, but if you have a job, you know, you can't you can't do that. You can't just, you know, every every day think, I don't want to go to work. You know, that can happen with the, with the breaking of maybe on a Sunday. It's always a nice day, it seems. And you know, I'm tired, sick, headache. You know, well, I, I don't know, I just... I don't feel like going today. So that's not an option. I mean, in, in, unless you're like, and I'm relating it to work. If you're sick and you can't go to work, then you don't go to work. But you know the feeling that I was talking about is you're just kind of lazy. You don't feel like it. And, and uh, you know what? Don't let that creep into a, a morning meeting mentality or your children. Is that Joey has, uh, you know, had went through three Kleenexes last night, and you know we, we have uh, the aspirin. We took one out. Uh, you come out. You try to come out unless there's a uh, attendance is important. Uh, we don't want to make it sound like, hey, you, you can't ever miss. Don't you ever think that's not the point? Then we become cultish if you if you uh, you know lay down. No, did you you know you can't miss. If you miss, you're in big trouble. Okay, that's not the point. But the, the fact of it is, is that, or the, the, the point I'm trying to make is that you make the breaking of bread something that is, I'm going to say, as important as work. Now, I'm not saying that uh, equating the two, but or more important that you you, you you find yourself. And you can say, Dave, do you mean every Sunday you want to come? <laughs> Probably not. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, do you really want uh, every single Sunday for the last 20 years? No. Some Sundays you're going to just be, there's mental fatigue during the week. There, There is things that, and I've talked to uh, a number of the people here, that things that happen during the week, maybe projects that you, you missed, bids you thought you were going to get, patients that you saw, or just things that are just, your mind is full with, like, this ain't going to work this morning. Because uh, I have no room for, for God or Christ, but you, you come anyway. It's a good thing to come. All right, We all have those problems. If anybody is going to raise their hand and say, no, no, I have bigger problems than you ever had, or not me personally, but the next guy, then uh, I don't think that's fair to the next guy because we all have problems. So attendance is important to the breaking of bread, to be consistent. Consistency is uh, three weeks here, four weeks off, two weeks gone, another three weeks here. Consistency important, and consistency consistency is important not just for your personal life, but for the health of the assembly, for unity in the assembly. Consistency is something that you want to keep in mind when it when it comes to attendance. So we'll leave that. I just thought of the breaking of bread when we think of hymns. Hymns are. Something that make up part of the breaking of bread. Uh, without hymns, uh, we'd have. We, we actually, if we said no hymns today, we'd probably feel uncomfortable. It's just part of a breaking of bread meeting. I think that uh, for younger believers in the assembly, 
right to the oldest of us that have been in the assembly. Appropriate hymns are always appropriate. Uh, people have made mistakes. I can remember, I think one time, giving out 317, what a friend we had in Jesus. Now that's for a prayer meeting. So I, I liked that hymn. I can remember. I, that was one of my favorites. Still is. So I'm going for it in the breaking of bread, and it's not appropriate hymn. Doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't fit in a, more, in a breaking of bread meeting. So, say, well, how do I know what's appropriate? Well, it depends what age you are, how long you've been around, and uh, one thing that helps is the little index in the back of the book. But you should know if you've been in the assembly any length of time, what's appropriate. Timing is important, too. Uh, when you give a hymn out in the assembly, uh, timing is very important. It's as important as taking public part. So it's just something for our brethren when we think about hymns, about the appropriateness of a hymn and about the timing of a hymn. Uh, it, it isn't good for a brother now, and I'm going to address some things about the sisters, is that for a brother only to ever, in his whole life, just to have ever given out a hymn, something wrong. If uh, You can just think back in your life if you think, well, you know, I've, you know, I've given out hymns, but I've never worshipped. That's not right. You, you have to make an adjustment. Uh, once again, we're not, you know, no one's going to come over your house and start, like, you know, at 9 o'clock at night, start beating on your door, asking you why you. Uh, that's, it's, it's, this is more for an encouragement is that if you've only ever given out a hymn and never worshiped, then you have to examine. And, we, and I'm, the, the elders and the assembly appreciate participation, but you have to find out why, that, that, why that there's that problem. I don't know if I'd be as critical as going the other way around, but if you always worship and never give out a hymn, you should think about it. You should think about, like, hey, uh, how come I never give out a hymn? Do I have any favorite hymns? Or... It's good to be balanced. It's good to always, anything you do, and especially in the morning meeting or the breaking of bread, it is always good to be balanced. Um, one thing I, I have heard, now I think I'll be probably, this will be a, a point that you'll disagree with me on, is that a hymn, a hymn, is another man's worship to this extent is that the man who wrote that hymn uh, had an appreciation for what he wrote he wrote it down and we have it on our believer's hymn book you need to write that you may appreciate his words just to keep that in consideration when you're giving a hymn out versus being uh, publicly worshiping that they, they can a hymn can uh, a hymn is only given out only Underlined, only given out with the intent to lead the company uh, into more worship. It's not given out because there's, uh, once again, it's my favorite. It's not given out because, well, there's been a two-minute lull, and I feel that I should uh, fill in this gap. That's, that's not the point. I mean, you're, you're doing, that's not right. Uh, it's only given out with the intent by the Spirit of God and what I had mentioned initially, these are not. This is not one person giving out a hymn. These are brethren that are giving out a hymn during an hour meeting. Should be exercised by the Spirit of God to give a hymn out. So it always should be with the intent uh, to lead the group and the company. Always. All right. I'm just going to limit my, my comments to the to the meeting here in Midland Park. There are wider things that we could talk about conferences and that, but we'll just keep it to. The uh, weekly uh, breaking the bread meeting in Miller Park. So we'll leave that. The attendance, the hymns, the reading. Uh, one thing, and I think probably Mr. Chambers would agree. I'm not putting words in his mouth, or Henry, but 
one thing that has is it seems to lack and it's not just a problem uh, when well, I wouldn't say it's a problem but an a, a issue in Midland Park is the reading of the, of the scriptures at the breaking of bread it's it should be done but it isn't always done I appreciated Dave Hamilton's work a word this morning. Now I'll comment on that as far as reading at the breaking of bread. Um, it can be within the hour. It could be between 10 and 11. You can read. You can read a psalm. You could read something. My opinion on that, and uh, you say, well, should you be preaching opinion? Um, that should be spontaneous. That should be a spontaneous exercise. Something that God gave you just then uh, that's my feeling on it something that you you got as far as worship and instead of maybe publicly worshiping that you got up and read that and you read it to the company so that I would be more of a believer on that being spontaneous after 11 o'clock or after the breaking of bread reading we are not uh, we we, uh, we are not advocates. Uh, you have a little more. You have some liberty after the breaking of bread, but it's not something that we should be uh, preaching against things like hey, uh, I don't know, just things that are negative, things that are bad, and what you're doing wrong. Is your walk with Christ right? You've done you know you're not what you could be. It's not appropriate for after breaking of bread. You have some liberty as the brethren here of I'm addressing the brethren right now to read, but your your liberty is limited that that as far as I can see in the Bible it should be. I know Paul, this young guy, he falls down and falls asleep. He ministered a long time. We don't know what he's ministering on. Try to keep it as close. It's a good it's a good principle. As close to the cross as possible alright that's the that that would be the the uh, kind of the 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 the, 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 the example alright you say well no 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 I'm not going to do that I have an exercise about uh, you know Christmas trees or you know women's head coverings no not, not, not for not for breaking bread it's not there it's not appropriate so what you do is is a brother who's going to preach the, the, the principle you should keep us close to the cross. And that doesn't need any further explanation. That's it. Uh, and you'd say, well, is that it? Yeah, there's plenty in that. All right? We could go through uh, 40 years of uh, reading at the breaking of bread and not exhaust that. If we just said, if I gave you another subject and said, hey, you can only read in, you know, whatever. You only do this. No, if I'm saying that, keep it close to the cross, so that gives us just a wealth of... Uh, Opportunity, so reading at the breaking of bread, before the breaking of bread, or after, both are appropriate. Not always done. If there's a, if this, uh, you know, after I speak, if this encourages anybody, I know I, I really appreciated uh, Dave Hamilton's word this a.m. Uh, he didn't have to prepare all week for that. He didn't have to just get down and, and sweat it out. I know some here are just like, what, you know, I can't figure out what am I going to do and. You know, Friday and Saturday night become nights of just torment. About what am I? What can I do to speak? Uh, that shouldn't be the case, really, in any case. But when it comes to the morning, the, the breaking of bread, it should be something that you enjoyed, that you can just basically do even without notes, and just what you appreciated, you give to the company, 
And you can see how effective that is, even as an example this morning. So, we move on here. Attendance, hymns. We, we were talking about reading. We, 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 now I want to talk about worship, and that's going to include everybody. So you'd think, well, this is all worship. I want you to just look at it. Somebody, if, if you think I, if I'm wrong on this, I want to be spoken to after the meeting. But I want to look at everybody as, as kind of men and women at the breaking of bread, all coming through the same door, all sitting down basically in the same type of chair, and all there, men and women, coming in to worship. No difference for a minute, okay? Just give me that liberty. Just No difference. We've all come in to worship. So, with that, uh, men and women, all, uh, as a woman, you should worship during that one hour till we break bread. You should never... I say, just, just don't beat me up if I say something like your mind shouldn't be wandering. Coffee break. My husband's going to say something dumb, or is a, what? What you know? You know, you should be concentrated on worship. So all you should be doing as a woman. Now you'd say, well, wait, I, I can't get up. But that doesn't matter. Is that God has asked us to come as worshipers, and you have come just like I did this morning to worship, except you won't worship audibly. So the question is, is that how many times do you, as a, a woman or a female, worship? Say, well, you know, I, I don't know, I, I've never been told I could. Well, that's why you come. You come as a woman with one purpose, or with many purposes, but with, with one of the purposes is to worship. So, I don't know if you maybe don't know that, or maybe you do know that, but that's something that's very, very important for you to know. Now, as the, as the individual or as the man, he has come to worship too. Worship is not preaching. Worship is not praying. Worship is not giving your five points on Christ this morning. That's not, not appropriate. We don't need five points or an alliteration during worship. We don't need, when I say we don't need, God doesn't require repetition every week the same thing. God doesn't uh, require, uh, God doesn't appreciate error in worship. So be accurate in what you're saying. But worship is important as you come into the breaking of bread. Are there people that are shy? Yes, there are. I was very shy at one time. Uh, are there people that don't have the personality of Eugene Higgins? Yes. Are there people that can't worship every week? Yes. Are there people more apt to worship than others? Yes. But you cannot... You cannot be consistently silent as a man. What happens is that that breeds other issues. You say, well, it's my life. No, no, it breeds other issues that's bigger than just your life. And I think that it's something that, you know, uh, you might want to consider. It affects the group. 
it affects the assembly, those at our meeting, in a very definitive way. Because by one man's silent, another man becomes silent, and then another man becomes silent because it's okay to do. And then what happens is that when you tilt it, then other men to the, to the non-benefit of the assembly end up taking too much part. So you have an imbalance. You have something that's wrong. It's not something that's... I'm not, an, I'm not speaking here because I don't. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not keeping track, but I don't think I, I took part the last two weeks. Maybe it was three. No, I did take part this morning. Uh, it affects the family. You might say, how? It affects the family. Yeah, it does. There's respect, actually, that I, I have, uh, in one sense, that there's respect for mother and father and uh, grandfather and others that... I just knew my grandfather a little bit. I was just... Uh, you know, I didn't know him that well because I was young when he died, but there was something about when he worshipped that, that, you know, you'd say, well, what, what, why did you respect him? It was because of how he conducted himself in the breaking of bread. And you'd say, well, are you making that up? No, I'm not making that up. You watch your children that, uh, as far as their respect for you as you get older. If they're six, seven, and eight, you'd say, well, yeah, they're not affected. You'd be teenagers in your 20s. You'd be careful of the respect that your kids will have for you as far as silence in the assembly it was never intended to be so and it was never intended just on the flip side to leave this it was never intended for a woman to come into a breaking of bread meeting and not worship it's not the intention of God so if you're doing that then that has to be changed okay so uh, as far as work preparation uh, I've already talked about good and bad weeks uh, daily reading uh do I really have to speak on preparation? Uh, preparation for the meeting, uh, breaking of bread is important every week. Could be it, 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 it's, it's going to be consistent preparation. It's going to be similar every week. Other weeks it may be a little dissimilar, but it just uh, preparation for the morning meeting is, uh, you know how the proverbial, well, you know, I read my Bible Saturday night and then I watched the hockey game and a small movie and I went to bed. Uh, to say that I have never watched a sporting event Saturday night, I would be lying to you. I have. Uh, just preparation should try to be through the whole week, not just Saturday night. But, you know, it's, it's something that you got to kind of wiggle around with. We all have families and different things that are going on. So you understand that. Preparation. There are some people that are driving here from New York and they're going through the tunnel and the the bridge, and I'm thinking, I don't know if I got here, if I'd even be ready to worship. It would be too much. I think, you know, Brother Baldwin here, he, he'd say, well, you know, I just got to get in my car. I can walk to the meeting. I can almost. And, uh, you know, it's, but consider the preparation of some of these other uh, men and women that are coming to the assembly and about all that they go through to get here. There has to be a preparation. Just getting here on that Sunday morning, preparation is important. Uh, my time is going to... Courtesy. I was, was just thinking about courtesy. We all have... Do we all do we all have that that quality in us of courtesy, just common courtesy? I was in the Kings last night, and this lady comes. It was big thing she can't handle. I said, "Would well, you just go in front of me? I only have like uh, you know some stuff with a couple hamburgers or something like that." It's, 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 I'm using that as a little bit as courtesy in anything at school with with friends. Courtesy is a is a great 
character trait, have courtesy. Not that people are going to walk over you, but courtesy. And then in the assembly, I'm just thinking of courtesy. Uh, we have visitors. Should be courtesy to those visitors as far as them being able to take part. If you've taken part once already and given out a hand, just, just sit down. Just stay put for a little bit. Courtesy. We have two visitors over here. We have another man over here. We have a family that's come from Ireland. We have a few people here. We might not even know who the man is. We don't know if he can speak. We don't know if he's even going to get up by courtesy. Courtesy is a very, very big thing when it comes to the morning, when the breaking of bread. And that's something that, I don't know if we can say we lack. We, should, we need more help with. Is that if you have a word at the end of a, of a breaking of bread meeting and there's a visitor, then you don't get up. That's my opinion. I don't get up. We wait. Well, you say, I waited 30 seconds. You didn't get up 30 seconds. 30 seconds. I said, you at least give the man the opportunity. If none of you have traveled, I have done a bit of traveling, and it, you're nervous. I mean, I can remember being up in, you know, in the Toronto area and think, I don't know, who's here, who's not here? And uh, I, just a real quick story. I was over in Israel, and the, guy, the man, the elder, goes like this to me. I said, okay, that's good. That means, you know, so I got up and gave a little. So I sat down. Then he turns his head and goes to this other man. It was Mr. Flanagan. So, <laughs> so here I am. I'm thinking, oh, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> I got up before the, the full-time worker, and uh, I just had thought he had indicated to me. Now, he may have, but I didn't know who was there. Now, that's a different example. But when I do do any type of traveling is that I'm nervous. I am about getting up because I don't know who's around. But just figure that to be the visitor that comes here. He's a little apprehensive. He's a little nervous. He doesn't know. Give him the courtesy of taking part and of reading at the end of the meeting. I'm not saying that we have a big trouble with that, but I just wanted to mention that in passing. And as far as the end of this is the offering. Um, God God loves a cheerful giver. Uh, I want you to, you know, what you can do, we all have different jobs. We all have different salaries. We all have different amounts we make. You take a look at the report some some month or whatever and just say, well, what's my percent? How much, what am I doing here? If you're sick a week, if you're gone a week, say, wow, I don't have to give any money this week. You know, I'll come back next week, but, you know, I don't know if that's ever crossed your mind. Don't cheat God as far as if you don't make it here a week. You know, you'd say, well, I'll just continue where I left off. Maybe, uh, you know, kind of reconsider that, that position is that the assembly here runs on, on free will offerings. All right. We pay the bills. We distribute money. We help missionaries. We, uh, help the needy. We do that. So the offering on the first day of the week is part of worship. First Corinthians 16. The breaking of bread. It's something that's associated with the breaking of bread. So your offering, your money given, is uh, is is important to God, and I guess with this you just don't want to ever cheat God of this. Your money, don't cheat God because that's what you're doing, uh, man or woman, of your worship, and uh, don't don't cheat God about being an attender of the uh, breaking of bread or, or worship meeting. So my God bless His word. We'll pray. 